First, to start off by saying, I see some of you here, and you may not be here all the time, and I want you to know that if your children make noise, most of us in this room have had children, so just don't worry about it. We are good, we want them to be here, we want you to stay, so don't stress. Today, we are continuing a long list of weeks where we have been talking about legacy, talking about discipleship and the way that we invest ourselves in discipleship with the legacy of church that has continued here for decades and continued in Christianity for centuries and millennia. When I think of inheritance and legacy, I don't really think of money, I think about character. I think about culture and priorities, about what people before me have set as expectations for my life. I think of my grandparents. I think of the way in which my grandparents had invested themselves in culture, (laughs) invested themselves in the culture of faith, the life of faith. My four grandparents were all very involved in their churches. One of my grandmothers was secretary of her church. One of my grandmothers was an organist and choir director at her church. One of my grandfathers was essentially the chair of the Buildings and Grounds program at his church. And another one of my grandfathers started and ran the Habitat for Humanity chapter at his church. In all of those ways, they invested themselves in their faith and in the community of their churches. They passed that prioritization down to my parents who passed it down to me. And that kind of legacy, that kind of inheritance is important for all of us because most of us in this room have inherited something about our faith. Most of us in this room have inherited at least a seed inside of us that is meant to blossom into a life of faith and commitment and generosity out in the world. With each of the gifts given to us, we have created a foundation that allows us to build a life where faith is not just a box to check, but faith is something that informs and defines and anchors our very identity. Oh, that's a great ringtone for today. (laughs) I like that. Speaking of today, it is All Saints Sunday. All Saints is a day when we remember all of the saints that have come before us, all of those people whose lives exemplified faith, whose lives are inspirations for us about who we can be, who God created us to be. Today, we hear about those saints in our first lesson from Revelation. Revelation is one of those weird, amazing books in the Bible. It ends our Bible with this incredible vision of what God's kingdom, God's heaven can look like. Revelation, for those of you who have not done Bible study with us, Revelation is not predictive, but Revelation is a vision of what can be of what God hopes the world to be. And today, we get a little passage where we hear about a cloud of witnesses. In the very first part of this chapter that we heard read today, John hears that there is a particular number of witnesses, 144,000, who have made it through a time of tribulation and are about to receive their reward. But when John sees, John sees a multitude that cannot be numbered. That 144,000, that's a big number, but it was never meant to be a limit. Essentially, what is happening is John is seeing the incredible number of people 
who could be part of God's saving work in the world. That incredible number of people who have made it their life's mission to help build God's kingdom here on earth. This section is an expansion of God's salvation plan. Now we know that God's plan of salvation started a very long time ago. God appeared to Abraham and to Sarah and made a promise to them that their descendants would number the stars and that their descendants would be God's chosen people. And fast forward hundreds of years and we get Moses taking the Israelites out of Egypt and giving them the law that began to define what Judaism became. And then it is through the Jewish people that we are given Jesus Christ, that we are given the Messiah to help us not only to be God's chosen people, but to open that umbrella wide, to include every person who wishes to be with God. God wants everyone. God wants everyone to be part of his glorious kingdom. No one is excluded, no one. This great multitude of saints that we hear about in Revelation is meant to give us the hope that we can be part of God's multitude, not at some point in the future, right here, right now, today. The cloud of witnesses that we hear in Revelation speak to the kind of family that we are called to be. There are families in which we are born, and there are families that we choose. This community, this St. Michael community, is one of those families that we choose, a family that helps us to become the people we really want to be that down deep we know God created us to be, but becoming that person is a challenge because becoming that person takes investment. Months ago, I spoke of Christianity and discipleship like a relay race, where those of us who are here running the race have been handed a baton by people who started the race a really long time ago, and we're gonna hand that baton off to people who will keep running this race. We did not start, we will not finish but we are here to build something that allows us to hand it off to the next generation. We are about to baptize some babies who are that next generation. They are the ones who are hoping to receive a baton of strength, of courage, of vision from us so that they can continue to build God's kingdom right here and right now. Now, last Friday, I was with dozens of young adults who are active here in the parish and we talked very much about investing ourselves in this church. That kind of conversation with 20-somethings is always a little bit fraught because there's this idea that you have to get to a certain age before you can really invest. And I want to dissuade us all of that because every person here has the ability to invest their time, their talent, their treasure. Every person here can invest their time and show up can show up to pray, to learn, to serve. Everybody can review their own talents and use the gifts that God gave us to help to meet the needs of not only those here within our walls, but those outside of our walls who are most vulnerable. All those neighbors we are called to love and everyone here can invest their treasure because treasure is where the journey of discipleship often begins in earnest. We know that wherever we invest ourselves, our time, our talent, and our treasure, wherever we invest ourselves becomes most important to us. Just think in your life what you spend the most time, 
what you spend the most of your heart, what you spend the most of your money on, that is probably the thing that begins to shape and define you over time. Whether it's your school or your university, your job, your art, perhaps your clothes or your lifestyle. We know that the more time, talent, and treasure we invest in something, the more important it becomes and the more defining it becomes to us. And today, God is inviting you to invest yourself more and more each day in becoming the people he created you to be. That seed of discipleship is in each one of us. That desire to grow closer in connection and wholeness to God. And today we get that invitation. We will never be perfect at this and we will never give 100%, but we can give more tomorrow than we give today. My hope for you is that you are in a different place next week than you are right now. And the bottom line is that the choice is yours. The choice for each one of us comes with whether or not we want what God is offering to us. God loves us completely. There is nothing we can do that will ever separate us from God's love. And God simply wants us to love him back. And that choice is ours. The desire for faith is not something that can just stay an idea. The desire for faith, the life of faith, the journey of discipleship is something that must be expressed tangibly. And today you are invited once again to make tomorrow a better day than today. To have gone a few steps by next week beyond where you are this week. And that over weeks and months and years you will become more and more the person God made you to be. That investment is a call to every one of us. And it is my hope today, as we witness the baptism and the beginning of the journey for these beautiful children, that today we actually make the choice to say yes, to invest ourselves more deeply, so that over the weeks and months and years, we will be transformed and we will be able to hand off to the next generation and the next and the next, the gift of faith that we ourselves have received. Today we give thanksgiving for the saints and may we all know that we can be one too. Amen. Amen.